This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Hello, my friend. Karen, I feel like I haven't seen you in a very long time. We haven't seen each other. You're out in Montana, right? We had we had separate COVID experiences. For the longest time, I was bragging that I was invincible and yeah. uh, bragging about the email I got where a lab actually wanted... Uh, to get hold of my blood to see why I was invincible. Chris, I tell you, that wasn't real. It was, it was real. I had, because I had gotten all of these texts that said, hey, another person you were in contact with has COVID. And I always brushed it off. But this time, yeah. because I was traveling and it said the state of Washington, I was like, oh, that had to be someone on the plane. Sure enough, I had it. Yep. And then Same. you got it. Same thing. I went I went to Hawaii on vacation. We're all kidding ourselves that this thing is winding down or it's like it's like a long party and it's 3 a.m. It's not. It's yeah. 7 p.m. We are at the beginning of this monster. And I was in a group of people. It was like five families in Hawaii. <laughs> and then the bigger part of the group went home after 4th of July. And then there was, I think, five, six of us left. Um Two of us got it while we were still there, and two got it on the flight home, like started getting sick on the flight home. And this one is nasty. Like, I think it's way more, um, what do you call it? Gets around yeah. faster. Yeah, yeah. Very, very contagious. More contagious yes, than the other yes. ones. But mild, right? Just had a little mild? fever. It, you know what it was? Did the- you get a ham-like eye rash? <laughs> A pastrami-like <laughs> eye rash that continues to insist on being present? No. I gotta, it's good. It's jumping to the other eye. It's crossed the bridge of my nose. And Chris, now in the, yeah. That's pink eye. You've been borrowing mascara. I told you the rule about Should that. I have not packed my fart pillow. <laughs> yes, if you're going to use a fart pillow, then you need a separate eye pillow. I just, every kid has a blankie. And I tried to launch this <laughs> fart pillow business, and it's my only symptom that was really weird. Everything else felt like it was when people say it's just like the flu or whatever, and kind of low key, and not you know. I, in the very beginning, I I was like out for three days, like didn't get out of bed, yeah. could barely open my eyes. Yeah, six. Then I was hours. okay for a while, 
Then I kind of had to go back to bed for a while, yeah. in a, like on day eight. And then I was in bed for five more days. And then now I'm up and showering like normal people. You know what that's I my, really... That's my new thing. <laughs> I've never complained about sleep. I think it's terrific. And it was providing more of that uh, for me. So I really have no complaints. Not to shove it in everyone's faces who lost loved ones or to yeah, make light of that. that. No, we I'm don't not. do that. That's I know. Not our, I know. That's why I said not to do that. That's Good, what, great. That's why I'm reiterating that that's not <laughs> what I was doing at all. I never would do that. You know me, Karen. No, but, no, I do know you. But again, I had a great time with it. Uh, Chris, mm-hmm. separate from COVID, because I want to make sure that any new listeners know yes. this is not a, a COVID podcast. Your new glasses and your mustache go together really well. I, yes. As you know, I asked for the Michael Douglas falling down frames, which you, which you explained to me were horn rims. And I said, no, that's from a far side cartoon, but you were right. I Googled it. These are classic horn rim glasses. Classic. They don't have to come up to the point. No, that's cat eye. Yeah, that's cat eye horn rims. Uh, the, yeah. There's no horn rims. And it, yeah, with the mustache, it's just a very corduroy elbow patch uh, college professor vibe that I, I like to bring to places where most people are younger than me. So Yeah, it's, it's for the youngsters. Mm-hmm. This is what it was like in the 80s. This face Chris has mm-hmm. and the vibe, which is um, toned down, mm-hmm. not boring, but like palatable. It's everything's earth tones. There's no brand names on anything. Yeah. There's a lot of wood paneling. Everything's going to be fine. You'll get your, don't worry, you'll get your chicken, rice, and broccoli later. Exactly. Like everything's handled. Yeah. It's the early 80s, I'm handling it dad look. Exactly. And during my lectures, you're going to get mostly 99% information, but every hour there's going to be a hell of a joke. Oh. Yeah, the fun, the, the fun <laughs> professor. A good old one. And uh, uh, before we bring on our guest, which I'm, I'm very excited to have our guest uh, me today. Too. He's one of my favorite uh, people. He's got a call. I say this a lot, but he's someone that uh, brings me at ease and is calming, and uh, and uh, I don't worry when I'm around him. Like your fart pillow, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I brought that treachery into my life and why I travel <laughs> with it. Uh, but uh, I uh, just want you to know because just to make up for all the times I bored you with the topic, I did win my golf tournament. Whoa! Yeah, amazing. I won the Big Sky Big Brothers and Big Sisters golf tournament. What? There That's were prof- crazy. There were professionals on other teams, Karen. Okay, we you we need our you started the intro to the guest and now mm-hmm. you're going into a personal sports story. I can't have it. Right, right. I know. And I was gonna <laughs> look at me. Out. I was gonna brag for like 10 minutes here. Yeah, go back out. I can tell that I'm you want to. I'm pulling out. I just wanted you to know, and that's the let last be here we'll talk it. about it. That's no, last. no, we can talk about it. Let let him be here for it. Our guest today is a very funny comic, a very sweet person, a very aggressively good skateboarder. A lot of people don't know that about him. He's a, a very good at skateboarding. He Did you know sh- that, He sh- shreds the cube. He gleams the cube. He gleams it after it's been shredded because he wants <laughs> he to bring sits. back that glo- that high gloss that it started before he demolished it with his skills. He's got a great podcast called Podcast But Outside. Yep. Everyone, put your hands together for Andrew Michon. Yes. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Sorry that uh, 
I have so many thoughts on everything that's been discussed. So I, I, I guess I'll just right take now, it point by point. Okay. Yes. First of all, Chris's um, new glasses and mustache looks great, but I do have to say you do look like a disguise that Philip Jennings would use on the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty much exactly what you look like. <laughs> well, I'm in my Accurate. hometown and, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of people that I haven't seen for a while and I don't want to have all these new conversations. How have you been <laughs> over the last 20 years? So I do wear a disguise when I'm it back It looks home. like a disguise. In a good way, though. It looks like a good disguise. I like it. I yeah. like it. Um, about the golf tournament, uh, congratulations and we, we don't believe you. And yeah, then... no one did. No one did. It was a point of contention. A lot of people thought I was lying. <laughs> it's a great lie. Yeah. It's the perfect lie. And then about COVID, you know, I've actually been waiting two and a half years. This is the first time I've ever talked to anyone about COVID. So this is very exciting for me. I've <laughs> oh, been kind of holding it. No, it. I haven't talked about it yet. I've been kind of waiting okay. to make up my mind, <laughs> kind of assessing all the information, being like, I don't want to speak out of turn. I want to make sure I understand exactly where we're at with this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so fresh new topic. Yeah. But no, everyone who hasn't gotten it is, is certainly getting it now. And that's, yeah. that's yeah. what seems to happen. Did you already have it? What's your uh, I did COVID have it. status? I did have it in December. And I do feel like I'm still somehow protected because I've had Chris' level of like, you know, I had therapy last Tuesday in person. Two days later, she's like, hey, I'm positive and I'm fine now. So I think it's just I'm still somewhat protected to a certain degree or I'm just lucky. Who knows? Was yeah. it BetterHelp online therapy? No, it was. In, well, it was BetterHelp, but it was in person. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I went to the headquarters. It was more me banging on the door and a security guard kicked me out, but it was very therapeutic. Crying, <laughs> yeah. trying to talk about your dad. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this isn't even yeah. listed, this address. How did you find this place? <laughs> that would be funny if you never actually made it to a therapist. You just did therapy with that security guard. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah. Such a good listener. Yeah. Such yeah. a cool guy. Um, and then what's next? Because I already kind of demolished everything we talked about. No, no, I think you went. I think three picking three points is oh, clean, one, clear, and one. Funny. O- one other thing is that now he's going to add one. One no, more. Fourth. Sorry, I know it's not as clean, but <laughs> I actually feel like I'm maybe the closest you've had in a while on this podcast to fitting the theme because I was actually at the airport less than two hours ago, so I very recently needed a ride, Ooh. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Which airport? I don't want to dox myself. <laughs> I, can't, I can't answer that. I do not want people to know which airport I fly, okay? Oh, yeah. It was Burbank. It was Burbank. It was Burbank. It was Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of us. Because it seems like you're bragging. It always seems yeah. like you're bragging. I know. I know you're a Burbank guy. Yeah, when, when I can. When I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was oh, chill. Oh, that was funny. Um, that is exciting to me because mm-hmm. I do miss the theme and I do miss the legitimacy of what this podcast and the, you know, you are an appreciator of original concept mm-hmm, podcasts mm-hmm. yourself. I love, I've told you before, but I love your podcast. Thank you. And it's so funny, especially in the beginning when you would like, I would listen to it, but it would also stress me out because <laughs> yeah. I hated the idea that you guys were exposed to like, remember that time you, I think you were in Westwood and then there was those bros that got insanely aggro and they were really dumb Yeah, and they thought they were being so funny. And it was it like, happens, I yeah. just had that like weird stage mother tension where I'm just like, oh, they have to talk to whoever's going to, and in LA, <laughs> yeah. the weirdest people want to get on mic. Yeah. Like it's so scary, but it's, like the then the last clip I saw, 
you had the star of the TV show, The Boys. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Jack Quaid. Yeah, he was great. That was, I was like, did he happen by or are you friends with that? No, person? he just, um, for those who don't know my podcast, podcast, but outside, we just talk to strangers on the streets. So we just have a table on the sidewalk. People walk by and sit down. So that's why. And you pay them Karen $1. scared for me. We, we do pay them $1. We're very ethical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're truly but, and legitimately sitting <laughs> outside just, and if you want to walk up, you can start talking, which is yeah. uh, risky. It's, it's risky. risky, but I, what I like about it is that it really just democratizes the whole podcast enterprise in a way where it's like, <laughs> Truly anyone who wants to sit down can. There's no barrier. Like our show is incredibly diverse in a way that is actually really natural and fun. And like in terms of like, you know, racial stuff and age and experience and job, just like every type of person who could possibly have something to say is, is able to sit down and talk to us. Um, sometimes we do invite folks on and Jack Quaid just, sometimes we just see like, oh, why is this famous person following us on Instagram? <laughs> and then I just DM'd him and it was like, hey, do you want to do our show? He's like, yeah, I'd love to. So that's how that happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. And But that's then great. did he pretend to be walking by and happen no, upon no, you? No, no, no. We, we, I like, we plan. We, we did I that like, with, we had John Hamm once and yeah, we did have I him like pretend that. to walk by. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's because that was an ongoing thing. But no, thank you for the compliments. It really means a lot. I love your guys' show and and um, your stuff independently. And we have skateboarded. You know, Chris and I met, at this point, 12, 13 years ago, skateboarding in Portland. A long time ago. You came on your bike. It's like, uh -huh. oh, let me show this kid the ropes. And <laughs> you're uh, amazingly good at skateboarding. Which I never do anymore. I think you probably skate more than I, I know, but... You're one of these people that when you do skate every six months, you just are, you don't even need to warm up. You're just able to do it. That is something that impresses me. Thank you. I have the muscle memory, but I'm at a point in my life, and maybe you're at this too, where I'm like, oh, I never, I don't, I'm not going to learn anything or ever be better than I was. I'm just going to get slowly worse. <laughs> so I kind of barely do it, you know? Yeah, you got to learn little things. I've learned little low impacts, yeah, little curb tricks. You, there's little things you can learn, sure. and it feels like you're progressing. And, but and yeah, Karen, of course. Have you, have you, Karen, learned any skateboard tricks recently, or are you kind of at the same level? You know, <laughs> I just, I'm still working on my Ollie. Okay, cool. um, don't come at me with skateboard shit because I'll. I will bring the you know the force of the frustrated girl in the '80s when skateboarding became so cool and mm. so, it, but it was still so underground. Mm. So we would literally walk after school down to uh, the theater downtown, which is where the four skateboarders in my town would skateboard because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think there was a real good curb in there. Oh yeah, and we would just <laughs> kind of hide. We'd hide around the corner and watch them like total weirdos. Oh, so and you weren't even very, their friends. You were like in the no, true no. background. We were private school girl stalkers and they were public school boy punk rockers. So they were like scary. We're like, maybe they're doing intravenous drugs. Who knows what's happening? <laughs> it's Look funny. at them go. It's funny because I feel like the next generation of skateboarders, you, your type, were actually hanging out as friends. Like it was like the girls at the skate park was like the next iteration of, of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, more of a 90s thing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where like boys and girls can get along, where I was <laughs> yeah. still back in the like, there were there might be violence yeah. or some or just perceived. Violence, we better but... just watch from this bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like super weirdos, <laughs> or sit in a cafe and pretend like we're reading something, but we're actually there because it's the cafe next to the theater where they skate. What's funny is those those boys probably had a complex of like we're skaters and no girls will ever like us because we're losers or whatever, and then so you're good. actually secretly watching. It's very very like um, yeah, they had know. fans. 
They, mm. And actually, I may have, t- I, I bet you I've told the story before, but there was a cat that kept showing up at my parents' house. Like a guy I, that like jazz? What? Like a oh, guy that like jazz? A cat. Sorry. We have to talk. We have to talk about. Is this the point of the story? No, there was an actual cat. Then she oh, would come and be cat. in our house. Okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm using jazz lingo. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Um, but she kept showing up at our house. And when we called the phone number on her tag, they came to pick her up the first time. And it was one of those boys. Eric, his name was Eric Lee. And he oh. was a good skateboarder. And kind. Of, he wasn't punk as much as he was just like... He wasn't preppy. And so in my town, it was like, what are you doing? Oh my God, you're breaking all the rules. And I just thought he was super dreamy. And it was this thing where it's like, oh, here's your cat. And it was like, he came to my door. It was like, unbelievable. I couldn't. And then literally she showed up like four more times. And on the fourth time, they were like, you should just keep that cat. <laughs> she does. Really? She wants to live at your house. And then she was our cat for like 10 more years. Huh. She stayed at what our What a house. weird way of getting close to so your crush. So one of the Petaluma curb dogs, that's what I call their group of four now, <laughs> you ended up adopting one of their cats? Yeah, like the cat adopted us. It was not, she just came and was like, I live here now and I'm, you can bring me back to the old house, but I'm going to find my way back to the new house. That is such a weird, that's such a weird and specific way to get close to your crush. That's probably not what you were anticipating. <laughs> it's like getting his cat. <laughs> I couldn't have planned it better to be like, I will take your cat and you will show up at my house. And you will, you will have a two-word conversation with me. <laughs> it will happen. But then that's the same cat that when she finally she started when she got really old. She started doing weird, like kind of seizure-y, like flicking, and she did all this weird stuff. And then she'd bite you really fast, like something's going on neurologically. And it got so bad that, and this was by the, t- the by this time, my sister and I had moved out and gone to college. And so my mom, who was a registered nurse, um, was like, "She's clearly suffering," and she was like, "But I don't want to take her to put her down and have to." spend like $1,500. And so she went to work and told someone at work at Kaiser and they're like, oh, just take um, some pill that people take. And he's like, just go give her three of those and it'll kill the cat and then you'll be fine. And so she does this, right? (laughs) It's so crazy. She does it. She grinds up these pills, puts it in the cat's food watches, pets the cat as she eats her final meal. The cat kind of hangs out for a little, then looks like she's getting tired or whatever, goes outside. My mom watches her as she walks down and goes onto the little lawn and sits that lays down. And my mom's like, there she goes. My mom starts crying. And then she's like trying to figure out like, oh, now I have to either figure out a way to bury her or like, you know, and so she starts kind of trying to make a plan. And then she starts doing other things, gets kind of distracted, sits down on the couch, the cat jumps up on the couch next to her. Purring. The cat did not die. It just didn't take. It didn't <laughs> die. And then it lived for like three years after that. And then she felt oh. so guilty and terrible that she was like, this this cat, I will have nothing to do with this cat's death going forward. She accidentally had ground up steroids. <laughs> the cat she came will. back very muscular. <laughs> and filled and with energy. With a vengeance. Yeah, it's that is my biggest fear in a in a very scary way. I was cat sitting once in Austin and this cat, uh, she said, had had leukemia for like 12 years. And of course, while I was cat sitting, this cat died. And so Mm -hmm. the woman's 
brother's number was on the fridge just for this purpose. I called him. I wrapped the cat in a blanket. I started digging a hole in the backyard. And then the cat had this burst of <laughs> life and ran from out from under the blanket. And it was Holy terrifying. Shit. Just pet cemetery cat came back to life, had been dead for like 10 minutes or playing dead. I'll never know. Anyway, the cat did eventually die. All my stories end up real funny. <laughs> Sorry. I just love that we have a mutual fake dead cat story that we have not stumbled upon it's in all these rare. years and all of our cat stories. I know, that's Andrew. Amazing. Isn't that fun that the cat stories are just kind of waiting in the wings? Yeah. Do you find Andrew, that's the It case? is funny. I, I do think, the, yeah, there is a danger of of any funny story about any animal from more than 10 years ago because you're like, oh, but now it actually is dead. <laughs> no matter <Yeah>. what. <laughs> yeah. It's like the cutest well, little yeah, story. Well, yeah, of course. But eventually... <laughs> It's inevitable. Bad news. And now, how old is uh, Spinach? Uh, well, I, I have a two dogs, actually. Um, I, did, oh, okay. I did have a cat who did unfortunately die. But, um, well, as oh, far as I know, unless, it, what unless, I unless it's doing a real long con like eight months later. But um, I had him <laughs> for 12 years. He was a great cat. And actually just got a tattoo of my, of my dog Spinach's face um, like three days ago. Let's see it. Okay. Can yeah. we see it? Well, I guess it requires Ooh. a little bit of explanation. So 12, like 13 years ago, I got a tattoo of my cat's face. Which he looks like that around a Christmas oh, in a wreath in a Christmas, in a Christmas wreath. Very That's realistic, like photo realistic. It's photo realistic. Is, yeah. It's very absurd. It's and then and then so I got a tattoo of my dog like two years ago. My dog Bluetooth. So he looks like that, and it's like yes. a succulent succulent wreath. Yeah, and also yes. holiday theme. And then I have another dog Spinach. So I, I feel like I had to get a tattoo of her face. So I this is just like two days ago. I knew it was upper thigh. I knew it was upper thigh. And it's got like vegetables around it. You can see. Yes. It's just that, yeah, I mean, I don't even really like tattoos that much, but I do have these ones. <laughs> so, you don't like tattoos that much, but you love your pets. I love my and pets. That's what, that's what matters. That's what and about. I think I'm done. I, 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 no matter if any, any future pet, I'm just going to right now apologize. I'm not going to get your face tattooed on my body. <laughs> I'm done with this journey. Or you can get so many pets that you have it's full sleeves, much. both arms, both legs. <laughs> too much. I mean, after you go high upper inner thigh, uh, <laughs> can you get a better location? Well, I just want to clarify. Mean, it's not inner, by the way. I just have to clarify. It's, it's not right. inner thigh. No, it's frontal, frontal thigh. It's above the knee. <laughs> no, it's genital adjacent. It's very <laughs> interesting placement. He loves that dog. He loves it's that dog. It's not yeah. near my genitals. And if I'm not mistaken, the eyes were kind of glancing up. Yeah, <laughs> at at your uh, and there stuff. was like a little uh, talking bubble that said this is where the fun's at. And, like, yeah, <laughs> it was pointing up. <laughs> I stole that from that was my friend Don Fraser's joke. She used to always say that she was going to get a tattoo of a little guy on her, like basically right next to her genitals, and the guy would be pointing and going, "This is where the fun's at." <laughs> That's her. Joke. I just had an idea, by the way. This is just a thought. Is it possible that I just have a genital? Just one? Mm, Something to sure. think about. Like, this is my genital. Because everyone says genitals, right. <laughs> but, but this is just my genital. Yeah. Something there. If you I had, guess. like, if a woman had, say, one ovary removed, then right. she just has a this genital. Is my genital. <laughs> right. Well, I understand guys saying it because there's a whole mess of stuff down there that we don't even need to talk about, but it should be genital, <laughs> right. singular. Right. Yeah, well, it's not like we, you know, got up. Hmm. But I wonder if it's the exterior and the interior. I think you're right it's about a whole, that. It's a whole situation. It's yeah. the they're yeah. trying to reference the area. But if you take a but if you take a picture of it, that is only the exterior, right? So that's just the genital. 
Do you, do you, when you sext people, go, this is my genitals? Well, yeah, genital. I say, this is my genital. For, for reference. Yeah. I, maybe the, the funniest part, I watched Ghost Family, the show you made. Oh, that's nice. And my favorite part is after your family dies, you, you look at your phone and you see the dick pic your dad sent you. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, Uh, That really got me. And then you start crying because it was an emotional memory. That is a a pilot I made years ago. Thank you for complimenting. And then it was on your shirt. Yeah, I like to remind you of things that you thought up. Yeah, things that I didn't even really like at the time, but that was forced on me. I love it. I love it. I thought it was great. (laughs) No, I appreciate it. It's fun to do like a joke congratulations on a podcast where you're just like, I observed this joke. You did it. You might not Mm -hmm. appreciate it. I mean, I I certainly can't think of, uh, you know, an owl without thinking of your joke about uh, college uh, owl guys with the hats on and were, did they go to the oh, school or whatever? You. So there you go. You. It's a classic. That is a joke I was I was once proud of that <laughs> exactly. does, doesn't work anymore. It's not that I don't like <laughs> oh, it anymore. Oh. I just tell it and it's uh, these kids these days grew up with different scholastic readers and apparently uh, owls with graduation hats and monocles are no longer <laughs> owls are owls. No one knows what I'm talking about it yeah. anymore. That's just a 70s thing. Yeah. So. But that's one thing I'm good at on this podcast is bringing up jokes that comedians no longer want to talk about. I do it pretty much every episode. (laughs) Oh, that's my least favorite thing. Thank you for bringing it up. Have you talked about Hawaii a lot already on this show, Karen? Did you have a good trip otherwise? Yeah, how was No, this trip? is actually the first, and oh, I'm sorry, that because we had to cancel the last... I oh, had yeah, to cancel yeah. due to COVID... Uh, personal restrictions. Yes, The restriction yes. of me not being able to get up think. the... I was just like, I cannot have a conversation. Yeah. I couldn't think, but I also, I just could not get off, like, out of bed or off the couch. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. just like, who cares? <laughs> Which is yeah. I do, I, I do have to say you're on the couch now, so... Apparently am, you can be on the up. couch. Okay, you're I'm, sitting up. I can be <laughs> sitting on it, okay, but most of the time I'm laying. Yeah, yeah. That's how I enjoy most But was couches, Hawaii great but, or what? It's yeah. beautiful. We it's kind of a been a recent tradition family tradition to go there for Fourth of July. Mm. And it's Kauai, which I've only been to three islands, but it's my favorite. And there's just the, you know, Hanalei Beach is the greatest. And it's so the whole thing is just like the best vacation. It's like mm-hmm. such a even though I'm so not a, like a beach person or like a whatever, but I the feeling of like being in that water and yeah. being able to look at that those mountains and stuff. It's just yeah. like the best. But then, so it was the best for like five days. Then COVID hit and it was fucking just a kind of general nightmare where like people <laughs> were trying to make these decisions of what to do and who should go where. And it all was like, it just sucked. And and oh. when I got back, I realized that like I got back and then like a day later, we had a some kind of a call for work for exactly right. And then I was just like, Oh, but I didn't really get a vacation. Like, I was like, that yeah. doesn't count if you mm. get sick in the middle. I was planning on like yeah. eight days of fun and sun or whatever. And then yeah. it just got. I started mine from scratch. I, I stayed in Montana a little longer just because I'm going to, I had to write off that first week and a half. Yeah. Did yeah. you snorkel? No. What we like to do is go out into the water and we just get past like the first, maybe the second wave. 
And then we just stand there. And oftentimes people will bring like a white claw or some kind of beverage out with them. And then we just stand there and gossip. And it's really <laughs> hilarious. It's like my favorite thing to do because it's now, it's me, my sister, my sister's friend, Adrian, her daughter, my my niece. Like there's the whole group of people. So we all just kind of bullshit and stay, like just kind of plant in the actual ocean. It's very therapeutic and sometimes yeah out in the ocean is the only safe place to talk about other people you need a little distance yeah Uh, we don't usually talk about the people we're with but you know it's also just a kind of a good like okay now we're all here we can all relax everyone's got a little a light buzz going now let's fucking hear it now let's hear what's really going on and that's also where i get lots of like info out of my niece because you know she's 15 so she's not going to be like blah, blah, blah on the phone, but get yeah. her out in the ocean. Suddenly, yeah. they're, they're, everybody's got a story to tell. It's the truth best. water. It That's really, what I call the ocean. It really is. Are you still surfing, Andrew? Yeah, I surf. I surf. You've never, you don't do it, right? You like try, I try mean, it, it for you? I've done it 50 times, but it's, <laughs> I know it's, I'm not good at it. Yeah, you got, we got to get you out there, brother. We got to get you to win the boys and girls surf competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big brothers, big sisters. Sorry, big brothers. Surf competition. <laughs> boys and girls. Yeah. Wait, Andrew, have you ever been sponsored for any of these? When I was a teenager, like? when I was very young, I, I was sponsored yes. as, a, as a skateboarder, but I was just with like, it wasn't like a money sponsorship. I just got free skateboards from some company for like a couple of years. But I was never, I was never good enough to like do it professionally. It was just, I was decent for a teenager. Oh. Well, you had a backyard ramp, right? When I was in college, I built a big skate park in my backyard. Yeah, it was, I, rem- yeah, I remember. I remember watching. When I first met. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. You're on MySpace where, or something. What city was that? What this city is in was Port- that? Portland, Oregon. Actually, not too far oh, from cool. where Chris is now. Yeah. Nice. I was just there yesterday, actually, for doing some shows, and um, I'd love to plug them actually because I wish more people had come out. So, could I plug those shows? Do it. Sure, of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. so After they, the fact. Yeah, they were uh, Monday, <laughs> July 26th. <laughs> and the first show was pretty good, pretty packed. Second show could have been a few more people. So if you guys could have come out, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. If you could retroactively get tickets to that, it would really help quick, out. It would this really help. more like a guilt plug. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. Actually, I messed up. Sorry, Monday, July 25th. Maybe that's why, because I just said the wrong date. Maybe that's why I was yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can edit. We can edit <laughs> yeah, okay. that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You yeah. don't want people uh, putting the wrong date into their time <laughs> yeah, machine. Yeah. So let's just make sure. <laughs> what club was it in Portland? Oh, uh, no. It was just at Siren Theater, which is like a cool little downtown theater. It was fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. I just did. Oh, it good. was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was yeah, good. Yeah. Just the other night, I was at the Alberta Rose. Oh, cool. Which is yet to happen. But oh, oh, by but, the time this airs, uh, it will be over. And was so it as crowded as you wanted it to be? Oh, yeah, we'll see. But I think I'll probably be... Yeah, I'm disappointed. Okay, cool. <laughs> he'll be disappointed. Yeah. Good, he'll good. Find, he'll find it. Good, good. I can always find that inside. You you haven't toured in a long time, right, Karen? No, no. Well, yeah. um, for the podcast, we were supposed to mm-hmm. have a tour starting last October. Mm-hmm. But that's been so COVIDed away that we were just mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's put a hold on that until... At least until monkeypox gets addressed in some sort of meaningful <laughs> yeah. way. Like, yeah. there's, I just saw an article that was like, there's a new one coming after monkeypox where they're like, how serious is the blah, blah, blah virus? Where I was like, and I almost took a picture to, to send to be like, yes, yeah, so should we ever do anything normally again? Like, we live in <laughs> no. our houses now and work from our houses now, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just, I'm just going to do a tour of wet markets. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> Just go straight for it. Yeah. 
eye of the storm. Just get in yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah. edgy. The patient, the patient zero tour. Chris Fairbanks patient zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. I mean, I, I love that people are still doing it, but um, yeah, it just do you is... miss do you miss that lifestyle? I know it's a, a, a difficult one. I love it. Mm-hmm. I could do it forever and that have that be the only thing I do. Oh, and it cool. would be like for and especially for for my favorite murder mm-hmm. live shows, like they're so crazy fun and so um best case scenario of doing a live show. Yeah, I've heard I've heard some of them and, and everyone seems really just like thrilled to be near you and the energy is really cool and you guys do a great it's job. It's nuts. You riff half a joke and people are like, the best thing mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Where you're just yeah. like, if this was a comedy club, I would be eating it royally. And you, and it's so it's like, I mean, I, t- I told my agent that too. I was just like, no, that I'll do this forever. I don't, mm. I, Georgia doesn't love it. It's not her. She had no experience doing it. So she's like, this sucks. And I was like, this is best case scenario. Know, she, but she just meant like the travel and, you yeah. know, like she yeah, just wasn't yeah. used to being in a different city all three it's days. It's a hard lifestyle. The whole thing. It's, it's very yeah. difficult. I, I, my, my podcast, we do a live show and it's my favorite thing that we do as well. And it's, and I love it and it's really exciting. And my co-host feels similarly where he loves it and does a good job, but is like, this isn't, you know, he didn't sign up for being a live performer to the degree that I and you did, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, because I think, I think comics, when you come up through it, then mm-hmm. you have like this serious appreciation for when it's not truly awful. Like you understand mm-hmm. the, there's a real floor and ceiling where I think if you come in kind of in the middle, you're like, oh, well, the, I had to wait so long for the my flight or whatever thing <laughs> yeah. that you're just like, oh, that's nothing compared to when people stare you down yeah, and yeah. hate your fucking ideas. Like the flight is nothing when you're being creatively negated. So this idea, like, I just think it's for, for, I love live performance more than anything. Yeah, That's the one thing, like, that's the reason I'm in any of this. And so that payoff was always so amazingly energizing to me and so rewarding. And it made me feel like I, like it's that kind of thing where when you're having a great set, so you start riffing within it because you know you have like, you know you have so much buffer. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I now I have five great jokes waiting. It's not like yeah. you're blazing through whatever. Like it's that kind of feeling where suddenly you're like, I can just say anything and it's all working. And it's like, it's all your, it, I should say, my own mental attitude because- mm. I used to get on stage and just be like, this sucks. I hate them. Yeah, they yeah, hate yeah. me. It's a fight. And it like, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But that's how I had to make it in my head. So. Right, right. Just really appreciate. I appreciate being appreciated. Yeah. And then also like <laughs> doing a job that is so, you know, private in a way, like a podcast, doing a podcast and being like, you know, putting your stuff out there. Like to see the feedback by the people in the room who have listened to all of it and who like connect with you based on that, it just makes it all feel worth it and real in a way that is quite impactful. Totally. It's well, it's like they've already done all of their homework. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to sit there being like, hey, so uh, <laughs> my, my dad's Irish and my mom's Italian. Like there's yeah. no get to know me bullshit at all. They know you better than you know yourself. So yes, yes. you got the benefit of the doubt. They're just happy. And also, because they're podcast listeners, it's not a comedy audience. So mm. they're not like arms crossed, prove it to me. I love John Mulaney or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's more of like, they're just like, yay, we're, we're all here together. I love you as opposed to, I dare you to make me laugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is, yeah. Very opposite vibes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I hope you get out there again, you know, as soon as there's no sickness ever in the world again. As soon as that happens. You know, <laughs> that's, yeah. We're going to wait. We're going to wait, wait until all the viruses are cleared. You, you, should, you know what you should do? You should wait until there's a week of no deaths at all. <laughs> until oh, it's the same yeah. number of people on the planet for a week. Put that in my Google <laughs> alert. Can you please let me know? Hey, let me know when no one dies. No one dies. <laughs> what if, I wonder if there's ever been, like, was there a day where no one died? Right. That sounds like ever a- Ever once. Sounds like a sci-fi movie or something. Like, they're like, all of a yeah. sudden people are not dying and we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, it's like, oh, never mind. A bunch of people died today. They it was just one day. Double died today, so it's fine. Roll credits. They go- <laughs> that's, what, that's what it'd be like if we wrote sci-fi. Yes. <laughs> like setting up this unbelievable premise. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's fine now. It, it, it was just itself. chance. Yeah. There was no uh, reason. It wasn't aliens or anything etherical. It was just, uh, yeah, no one died that day. The end. <laughs> You know what? I just saw an article. I'm going to get your guys' opinion about this because it's a, it's a subject that actually really matters to me a lot. And it's the fact that they found fossils that prove that the Loch Ness Monster could be real. <laughs> Did you hear about this? No, no, it's not a sturgeon. No. Well, they're saying they found pleosaur fossils somewhere. And then the, uh, the article ended with them saying... Not like they found them in Scotland or anything, but it was like something like that. But what do you guys think about this idea that the Loch Ness Monster could be real? Take all the time you need because we'll edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that that excite. It's the same as when someone brings up a Sasquatch or Bigfoot, whichever you want to call, whichever slang you want to use. I don't care either way. (laughs) What's wrong with Valid. Valid. I just don't care if there's a Bigfoot or if there is not a Bigfoot. Okay. I am, it, uh, it's, it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or I'm not trying to be negative. No, I want you to be honest. I'm That's incredibly me. into the Loch Ness Monster and it's really Good. offensive. It's really Thank offensive, you. Chris, <laughs> that, you compa- that you compared it to Sasquatch you. offends me really, no. really a lot. We want conflict like this. It's it's a, a it is offensive. We want, <laughs> want mythical creature arguments on this podcast. <laughs> this is about. a cryptid podcast. That is do, what we're doing. I do like the idea of someone who's like really into Loch Ness and then really be like, Sasquatch, yeah, right. Like really into one, but thinks the other is like <laughs> no. way too far. <laughs> No fucking way. A guy in the woods like that. Be realistic. (laughs) The Loch Ness Monster's real. Be realistic. (laughs) Wait, so what is it? It's a dinosaur or no? It's something different. What is what was found? I got to say, the way I read articles, I'm not sure. (laughs) Like, like, I saw the picture. I saw the headline of the first two sentences. To to be fair, you didn't say in the beginning, you didn't say you read the article. You did say you saw the article. article. I saw the article. (laughs) That's the most accurate way to describe how I interacted. (laughs) That's for for 20 years, I've seen books also. Yes, yes, exactly. Just in passing. Didn't really absorb detail because you know what? I'm not that interested in dinosaurs. Yeah, opening the cover. <laughs> but yeah. once it flips into dinosaurs, I get bored. I did you try? Did you watch that dinosaur? Um, they had Attenborough narrate the dinosaur thing that was on. I think it was on Apple TV. Oh, you know, I did see. I did see a billboard for that, which counts. <laughs> so I did actually see a billboard for that. Yeah, yeah, it's, which is very Same similar thing. to watching yeah, the series. It's just yes. like reading an article. Yep, I saw the billboard. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, he did a great job. David Attenborough and that. He was really good. 
He's the key. he's a really good narrator. He's yeah. a classic. I could see him um, reading the billboard in my in my mind's yeah. eye. <laughs> but that show made me realize how much I don't care about dinosaurs because I'm I wasn't a young boy in the 90s. And when I was growing up, no one cared about dinosaurs. It was like a weird, there would be maybe one distant cousin that you would have, but it wasn't a thing. Um, That came later for later kids. But once I was watching this show, because I was like, oh yeah, this seems like something to pass the time. And the second it started, I was just like, yeah, this isn't real and I don't care. Like, I don't, it's not, you know what I mean? They're not, they made it like it was a current nature documentary yeah. when, when in fact it was all CGI. So it's just like, yeah, it's not real. Andrew, th- something you need to know about uh, both Karen and I, we believe dinosaur bones were planted to test our faith in the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Oh, and, and yeah. has it, so, have you been, te- it seems like you haven't been tested because she's not into them at all. Right. Seems like right. she passed I the mean, test. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll glance at a billboard, but you're not going <laughs> to pull me into your ring of lies, you know? <laughs> yeah. Attenborough and Jurassic, all those people. No offense, uh, Stephen. I actually believe that dinosaur bones uh, were placed by the devil for us to uh, use as instruments to make music with. Yeah, that's, rock and roll that's music. That's what I think, like, yeah. Flintstone, yeah. a little yeah, Flintstone, yeah, like exactly. Flintstone That's metal what I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think that the devil placed them here to tempt us with the sound of, <laughs> of their... <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of xylophone music, yeah, but it's still yeah, really yeah. good. It's yeah. still fun. I've, yeah, I play the electric stand-up femur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you electrify it, huh? It's, it's hard to explain. It's a pterodactyl that runs on a treadmill under my sink. That's cool. <laughs> do you think, Karen, do you think you care less about dinosaurs because you're more into, like, I don't know, like, there's something about dinosaurs where it's like humans weren't around? Is that part of, like, it's, they're not, they're less part of the story? Is that part of it? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Well, it's, so long ago that mm-hmm. when they talk about how long ago it was that they were here, you're it's the same thing as like looking at those new, the new, um, it's not Hubble, Space but the picks. new tele, yeah. yes, where yeah. you're just and they're like, this is 13 million <laughs> years away or whatever, where you're just like, okay, I don't okay. know, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. And and prior to looking at that one photo, or I just saw it in passing, I I would say I didn't care, but I really was impressed with that. So of course. I'm interested in dinosaurs. Can I say this? I'm interested. I, I got I to gotta come out and just say, I mean, the okay. photo was cool, but was it categorically different than everything we've seen for a while? It didn't seem much different to me. There were starbursts in the stars <laughs> that were in our galaxy. I loved That was it, interesting. But it looked Anything without a starburst was another galaxy. I found that. Okay. Those are rules I can follow. Yeah, there was some good information that other people who understood the value of the picture shared social yeah. media wise but you're right it looked exactly like the other one <laughs> yeah. like you couldn't yeah. when it was like no this one is from deep space you're like yeah. gotta trust you on that like every <laughs> other goddamn thing yeah. i have it, to trust you on this because you could literally be like no that's the whirlpool logo and i'd be like got me i don't, <laughs> I don't know logo. i don't know what i'm looking at yeah it's just it's a same. photo put through some star filter. Yes. And also, it's just, it doesn't hit me what it means, if that makes sense. I can't look at it and get the sense of what's happening. So it doesn't, I'm, I, I can value yeah. it if I read the sentences underneath. But I, it doesn't hit me of like, oh, that's really far away, really clear. And those, are, like when it says, those every all those things you see are, universes. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, don't, 
If you said they're all planet Earth, maybe I would get it a little bit, but it's too large. I think our brains were not meant to comprehend space, and anyone who claims that they do comprehend it is lying. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's also like when people talk about um, that all of this is a simulation, which is a, like a physics thing that they discuss a lot, whether or not what we're living is is a is it a simulation? And they, I worked on a time travel show once where they brought in a physicist to talk to us about if there was time travel, like mm. here's the rules you guys should remember when you're writing this. And then at one point, he, he asked us if there's any questions and everyone had the same question, which is, do you think we're living in a simulation? And his answer was, it doesn't matter. Huh. And I was like, thank you. That's what, that's what I'm talking yeah. about, where it's like all of these things can be they can mean stuff to the people who understand whatever. But to me, mm. yeah, like if I'm in a simulation, I'm in it. So I don't know. And I can think about it, but it I'll never know because I'm in it. I didn't Yeah, like exactly. It. It's, that is the best answer. It doesn't matter because this is reality to you. Yep. And mm. uh, this isn't the matrix. You're not going to get unplugged and all of a sudden be in a sweaty laboratory. And it like that, those topics make me think of like being 19 and getting way too high and then thinking about something until I like make myself throw up. Yeah. Like it's like we, yeah, do, yeah. we don't need <laughs> of all the shit that's going on we don't need it. Like it's nice that we can take pictures of outer space hey everybody there's Nazis on the street. Like Nazis right. have made a comeback. Can we fix that? Yeah, that was yeah. kind of the point I was gonna, it's hard for me to quit thinking about that long enough to care about Sasquatch. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of stuff that's right in front of me that scares the hell out of me that's very real that I'm trying to wrap my mind around. I'm sorry that I can't suspend that and go into a fantasy world where I'm worried about whether or not that's a guy in a furry suit. Or but I a, just have to tell you, Sasquatch is not a danger to humans. Oh. So you don't have to be scared. Unless you run towards them. Unless you litter at your campsite. Right, yeah. <laughs> and if, if you don't think that fires are a danger to the forest. That's right. Oh, I'm confusing him with Smokey the Bear. Yeah, that ah. it's kind of very similar. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. What cryptid do you believe in, Andrew? Yeah. If there it's is your cult. Yeah. Or do you say none of that? I'm a realist. I you know, I don't ever think about it. Um but let me think of an answer that's good to that question. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, what do you think about? Skateboarding only? Surfing? No, no, I barely skateboard. You guys are pigeonholing me here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny that you almost seem ashamed of it. I may, let us, let me reiterate how good Andrew is at skateboarding. I think it's just... He doesn't even care about it. I don't care. I also like... I it drives me nuts. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Look, it's definitely all I cared about as a teenager. I grew up in a small town and there was nothing to do and, you know... Yeah, well, why can you still do it then, Andrew? <laughs> I think about it all the time. <laughs> you do no-handed f- five-foot airs in, in, in 12-foot pools, and you're like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah. I, it doesn't do anything for me. And so, wait, when here, this is a more specific question. Yeah. When you're doing no-handed five-foot airs in 12-foot pools, if that's what yeah, you Yeah, he doesn't even have to grab. What are you thinking about in a moment like that? Do you th- Are you thinking about landing? Are you thinking about, like, are you planning or do you, are you just like, we, I will say, you know, I do think, and I, I, I more surf now than skateboard, but I do think surfing and skateboarding and, and to a degree, you know, golfing and and all these other things we've talked about. I think, thank you for including me. I think, (laughs) I do think that those activities are more important now than ever 
just because when you are doing it, truly all you are thinking about is the activity itself. Like you're not thinking about your phone. You're not thinking about social media. You're not thinking about the world or, you know, you know, the fact that you can't get an abortion anywhere in this country. Like all the things that are bad that upset you are like truly, it's important to care about things, but it's also important to take time to not think about anything bigger than the moment you're in, you know? So I really do think like surfing in particular really hits that because you're in nature. You can't have your phone on you. You're like looking at this, you know, the sunrise, the sunset. And there's, it's just like, you feel really connected to the present moment. And so when you're doing that five foot air, you're just thinking about landing it. And that I think it's important to be in those states of mind as often as you can. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah, yeah it was. That, that was deep. perfect. It's true though. As silly as it is, like even playing video games, like if that's what you do, like I just think, you know, oh, I don't you think lost you, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm you need kidding. to be escapist all the time, but I, I do think yeah. it's important to kind of disconnect from from things. Well, that's why I was gonna say that, that surfing and and these activities that keep you out of reality, it's it I kind of I'm afraid that I do that too much with, yeah, watching a TV show, binge watching a show, uh, like I'm watch, re-watching all of Game of Thrones, and I, and yes. I realized, what's oh, that? I wasn't worried about anything in my life. Hmm. Yeah. And what's, and what's but that? it's I not the same. I haven't heard of oh, that. Not, what's the show? He hasn't heard of Game of Thrones. Yeah, what is that show? Run it down. Run it down. Run it down real quick. Tell me. It's got John Hamm and a bunch of people in it. <laughs> oh, John Hamm. <laughs> a I, lot of nudity. <laughs> A lot of children murdering adults. A yeah. lot of child murderers. I'm yeah. only into shows with with incest. Does it have that? Oh, uh, yes. cer- oh, certainly great. starts starts <laughs> and ends with oh, it. Cool. It has okay. a little in the middle. I'm interested. I'd <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Yeah, you're gonna love it. The volume will be up and your pants will be down. That is a kind of a uh, Howard Kramer joke so I just want to mm. preface that. Good, yeah. You Let's give full I also credit. camp a lot. I like camping. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that takes you out of things. Yeah. Camping is I'm going to do that this weekend. Oh, great. Up in Montana. Yep. Nice. Prove it. I yeah. will with photos <laughs> that I'll send you in three days. <laughs> okay, great. You think those. I don't have the balls to stay in a tent? You think I don't have the genital, <laughs> the genital. to go sleep in a tent with Take black bears? Take those genital out there. Now, yeah. Chris, if by chance, mm-hmm. I mean, can we all three just promise that if yeah. Chris goes camping this weekend and has a Bigfoot experience, yes. that we will do an emergency episode of Do You Need a Ride yes. to talk down because wouldn't that be the most magical happenstance? I'm worried that I won't have internet access mm-hmm. while, while that's happening. We'll so get you a hotspot. After I'm dead. We'll get you a little T, a T-Mobile hotspot. And when I say camping, I mean my, my friend's cabin. It, it, it's not ca- Inside? It's a house. It's he's a house. Go- he's yeah. going drinking. That's what's really yeah, happening. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I know. You know. I'm going up. We're renting a boat. And we will do a six-man water ski pyramid. <laughs> oh, made be popular careful. by be the careful go-go. drinking in boats, please. I mean, why? I I will be drinking, yes. <laughs> but you Don't know, deny. I do everything within, you know, within reason. But I will do a water ski pyramid. We'd love to see it. Thank you. I <laughs> I have so much to show you in the coming days. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do this again in three days, right? That's the I plan. Yep. Yep. Great. Yeah. It's gonna be great. I have a fun story to share. Yes, yes please. Perfect. I'm trying. Yeah. Okay. I this is crazy, and I haven't shared this at all. But a, a week ago today, 
and don't worry, I'm fine. But I did actually almost die. But I am fine what? now. I am totally Why fine. Why are you smiling so much? Because the circumstances are absolutely crazy. So Yes. I, and actually, this is going to be a PSA to, to folks out there. So I was at home. It was like 8 p.m. last Wednesday. And I was um, just about to go out to dinner with a friend. A little late dinner. And I'm standing up in my living room. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like unbelievably lightheaded, extremely weak. And like my vision like was like going in and out. It was really, really bizarre. It was, it was strange. Yeah. And it just was not getting better. Like sometimes that happens. You feel a lightheaded or whatever and it, yeah. and it fades. For basically like 30 minutes, it just was the same level of like felt crazy. So oh. I, I had my friend drive me to the emergency room. And took me like two hours to be seen because, you know, Los Angeles. Uh, so yeah, I'm basically sure. feeling as sick as possible for that whole two hours. It was like the worst experience of my life. I'm like feeling like I'm actually dying. Like I've never felt that bad ever. And I'm like very healthy. I take care of myself. I don't really drink alcohol. Like yeah. I, I'm just like, I feel like I'm never in situations where I feel like my health is not well. Anyway, they ran some tests. Uh, they got me in a bed. It turns out I've been drinking too much water. <laughs> You're kidding. I am not kidding. Absolutely like, insane. No. Yes, to the don't. point to the point that I almost actually died. What? Where have you been doing morning radio challenges? It, yes, that is that is what everyone knows it from. But it's a thing called hyponatremia, I think. And what it is is your you drink so much water that how much water are we talking? I would say oh. 10 liters a day. Which sounds what? like a joke, but I would say I drink Can about ten liters of water a day. Trans translate that about from Canadian? Ten, about ten of these a day. Oh, that's oh. not that much. That almost killed you. Apparently so, but I, it's consistently I drink like maybe eight to ten of these a day, which I think is that's a beautiful, oh, iridescent, you. yeah, iridescent green. No plum wonder bottle. he remembers to drink out of it all day long. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It looks like my cummerbund junior year prom. <laughs> Jesus, this is so, so crazy. Apparently, yeah. it's far too much water, and what happens is. Wow. Your the water flushes out all the electrolytes in your system and sodium in particular is what I was dangerously low on and like every cell in your body needs sodium to function. So what I was experiencing was my brain like swelling and my organs oh like my shutting down because of the lack of sodium in my cells. Holy sodium. Shit. Yeah, A sodium thing salt. that everyone is told to I avoid. know. I know. So it was a really very terrifying. Like I truly was like, oh, I actually think I'm dying. Like it felt so awful. And if they... your genital was shutting down, then you were dying. <laughs> yeah, genital. you were. I mean, dying. Mine's been <laughs> shut down for two years, by the way. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> Just as <laughs> neon sign. I wow, that's horrifying. Yeah, I thought I thought water was good. That's what we've been told. Well, yeah. yeah, you know what you need is, is good. you need some of that liquid IV. Have you ever used That's what liquid they did. IV? That's what they fixed me with. Yeah, they gave me two. They gave me two bags of IVs of like saline, which has salt in it, and it like I felt a little better, and then I was like the most tired I'd, I could ever possibly be the next day, and then I was pretty good after that, and now I'm pretty normal. But it was really scary. 
I, wow. am, I was a big fan, not to bring up my big golf tourney again, but <laughs> we did sure? have in our, have to in our promotional to? bag. Yeah, first <laughs> place, me and some plumber. Yeah, <laughs> finally well. going to get it out there. <laughs> Mostly putting. Yeah, I, I almost died, but sure, you hit a ball with a little stick. Sure. Uh, but they, yeah, God, it was huge. What was that, like a panic attack then? Anyway, I, I've never hit 260 yards. But they gave us in the promo thing uh, IV, like it was a powder. Thing. Liquid IV. Just, That's the, I was oh, actually oh, talking, you're talking about, about the powder. Yeah, yeah, mm. but and it works very it good. Works great. I've yeah. seen and, it. I've uh, seen it at the airport. I'd also like to Won't promote magnesium mm. as a as a supplement to your water. But can I say this? Magnesium. So now we're this is a story triangle where getting into um, it. <laughs> we're gonna we're getting gonna into connect. it. We're gonna get back. <laughs> okay. So uh, I've been taking a lot of supplements because of like for immunity and for, and that was the reason I thought for a long time that I wasn't getting COVID aside from the fact that I've been literally locked in my house for <laughs> two and a half, it, yeah. almost three years. But yeah. I like to think it was because I was taking vitamin D every day. <laughs> but the one supplement that I started taking because I heard magnesium is really good. If you're low on magnesium, it can affect your mental health. It can affect like all these things. So, mm-hmm. so I started taking, I'm so sorry. What did I have <laughs> This is just the dumbest, like these are those dumb discoveries that you have where uh-huh. one day I took, I was like, I've got to take my vitamins again, you know, like it, recovering from COVID. And I went and I took like eight vitamins, whatever. And then three or four hours later, I got like a cramp and I was watching TV and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't, that's a weird feeling. And then I just go, I just have a terrible bout of diarrhea. I look it up and and I'm sorry, that's probably partly while I, while I was giggling. I don't normally go into these areas. <laughs> <I see> <laughs> you had diarrhea in your mind 30, 60 seconds ago and we weren't there. Yes. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just had to start laughing because I knew yeah, yeah. I was going to be talking. I was it. giggling <laughs> inside just because I thought you were going to talk about diarrhea. It's so funny to me. Yeah. I can't help it. But it turns out that the most magnesium you sh- uh, an adult should take at a time is 350 milligrams. Mm. But the bottle that I have said to take two. And so it's the equivalent of 600 milligrams. Mm, too much. So it immediately just literally cleaned my system. Like I was yeah. like, oh my God, do I have food poisoning? Mm. It was that bad. Right. And it was because I took too much magnesium at one Last time. night, I was given magnesium and I was warned of the diarrhea consequences. It's just <laughs> less than 24 hours ago. So everything in your story is lining Again. up. Yeah, it's so, going back. So wait, Chris, you're telling diarrhea me- Diarrhea is you, cyclical. You got a magnesium guy up in Montana? Oh, yeah. I got a colloidal <laughs> silver lady. Oh, you got a lady that does silver? Yeah, I took so much, I turned purple. You think I'm working at a chocolate place. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, you get, you get, you can't overdo any of this stuff. Well, and now we we can add water to the list. Yeah, and there is water. a balance. There is an electrolyte I can't balance. Believe it. It's all. I am still amazed. Yeah. Are, are you sure there isn't something else wrong with you? Not to no, tap I'm, into I'm your paranoia. No, I'm totally fine and normal. And actually, he said perfect. Otherwise, too much water. Oh, perfect. That's yeah, oh, nice really? To hear he from said I was a perfect nice specimen. And he said he said he said this word for word. He said you're a perfect specimen. And if you had entered a golf tournament, you would have won yourself. What? That's he what he said told that? me. Yeah. Oh. Wait a minute. What? And did you specify, but what about the Boys and Girls Club? Because Yeah, did he bring my name up as <laughs> the winner? I don't know if I mentioned that one. Chris, yeah. really quick, can we ask you, in mm-hmm. winning the Boys and Girls Club golf tournament? It's Big Brothers, Big Sisters, go on. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> were, were you playing against any children, yeah. A and B? <laughs> Did you get a hole in one at any point? No, but uh, one guy did get a 365-yard hole-in-one, which is Holy unheard shit. of. Holy shit. Yeah, it's an albatross if you're playing on a uh, four-par hole, of course. Uh, hmm. That's uh, better than birdie, if you're familiar, or eagle. Anyway, uh, I did not get a hole-in-one. I only I, The guys I played with, <laughs> you guys, were really good, and I just pretty much <laughs> sunk some putts. They hit so far that I'm like, good job, guys. I think we're going to win. That's pretty much. <laughs> we we had to use a few of my. I did golf very well. But these guys, it's like, hey, quit the plumbing and heating business because you guys need to be <laughs> amateur golfers. Because I think many people are actually doing outdoor activities and trying to escape the grind of mm. reality. I yeah. think that's m- more and more. Or yeah. maybe people like us are starting to do it in a way that normal people always have. And that's why they're not totally psychos. That could be it. And for me, it's it's doing double duty where it's kind of the reason my career's uh, in a bit of a lull, but it's also the thing that makes me not think of that. Oh. You know, so golf is is really... Uh, You're blaming golf. I I golf too much. Yeah, I should be out. Every time I'm golfing, I should be out there hitting the streets, handing the people my comedy business card. <laughs> Going from wet market uh, to wet market. Doing your business. Yeah, fly, yeah. Flyering all the that. wet markets of Los Angeles <laughs> and, the, and the southern region. I got to get, I got to, I got to start that tour. You ever today. been to a dry market? Uh, <laughs> like mostly rubs and, and, yeah, and salt. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, yeah, I, I like that. I like dry. That's how I like my wings too. Get out of here, buffalo style. You want, you want rubs. Like, rubs on there. Yeah, yeah. It, Just a big gives, salt quarry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's well, the dry market. Well, well, I think Andrew's proven if you don't eat enough salt, you die. Yeah, you yes. gotta. It's yeah. all about balance. Get to the market. Guys, really quick. My dog. Yes? Oh, shit. She what is lo- that little outfit? What do you hold? Oh, that's a dog toy. It's her. It's a dog toy, but she she loves playing like tug of war like that so much, and she will not let go to the point where I can pick her up by holding oh. the toy, and it's the funniest. It looks like I've caught a dog. Here, yeah, yeah, like fishing style. Wait, oh, <laughs> she keeps letting go. I wish both my dogs were here, but they're being, my dog watcher still hasn't because I just got back to town. Um, wow, you got to get those dogs back. I know, they're getting back tonight. They're coming back tonight. Aren't they the greatest? It's the best. I mean, yeah, that's another thing. It's like, could could you imagine going through the pandemic without animals? Would have been. Yeah, I can imagine it. (laughs) Uh oh. Uh oh. Or other people. You ever ever talk to plants? Well, you know, I I could repeat a bunch of stuff I've said. Uh, But yeah, no. No, no, it's very important. Dogs are great. And a shout out to cats too for yeah. those old old school people out there who haven't forgot about cats <laughs> and replaced them with just slightly better personality dogs. <laughs> Slight it's upgrade. just what you prefer. It's about preferences, really. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, I, I like an animal that only likes me once a month. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andrew, do you have any upcoming gigs that you want to pack out that we can Plugs. get people? Yeah, you because guys- honestly. Listeners of dinosaurs, I just saw someone on social media truly call themselves a dinosaur, which is hilarious. Um, Andrew Michon is a great stand-up comic. Like Thank I, you. I had the same feeling, Chris, when you were describing watching him, like basically having the reveal of the skateboarding. I had the same experience. I think the first time I actually met you to talk to you was at 
the Bigfoot Lodge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. strangely enough, connected. Yeah. <laughs> True. And you were just like nice in a, I, I, maybe it was your show or maybe, I don't know why, but you and I were having a nice chat. And then I was just like, oh, these young comics, whatever. And then you get up and just fucking destroy. And Aww. I was just like, oh, I should have been nicer to that guy. Oh, I, didn't, yeah, I yeah. don't <laughs> even remember you being mean. But thank you. Um, I don't think I was mean, but I think in my mind I was being, I don't hey, know, I, get I was it. being we all, condescending. We all gatekeep to a certain degree. I totally get it. Right? It's just how it, it is. It makes us feel better. It's it just, makes us feel better. It's all, yeah, we're all guilty of it. And I've seen you improve. You've, you're getting better and better. I've, I've, I've always tried to maintain, a, my biggest fear is like, oh, fuck, was I funnier 10 years ago? Or, oh, even worse, 15? <laughs> or even worse, 22 years. There. Now you know how long I've been doing comedy. 22 fucking wasted. Just kidding. Uh, but you, you're getting better and better. You're more, you're, and. Uh, Thank you. I feel, yeah. I feel that. I just did a bunch of shows in the Northwest, um, like I said. And uh, yeah, I just felt like I was, I'm just very loose on stage. I'm doing a lot more crowd work now because my, very po- my podcast is me doing crowd work and stuff. So yeah, it's yeah, going really right. well. Um, I don't have any stand-up dates on the calendar, but um, we're doing. We're going to go back on the road with our podcast. Which, if you have never listened to our podcast, you don't need to know anything about it to know our live show. So, like they talked about earlier, our podcast is us interviewing strangers on the street for our live show. My co-host Cole Hirsch and I stand. We sit on stage on our, at our table, and then our third person, who's like our intern, who's a very funny young guy, he leaves the venue, goes live on Instagram, which is projected behind us I the whole it. time. And he finds <laughs> random strangers in the streets around the venue and brings them inside to be interviewed in front of a it's crowd so full of people. It, the energy it's, is really so fun it. and it's so great. crazy. And he just like, he gets into the craziest situations. Like in Kentucky, he went into a guy's house while the guy was smoking crack and then brought him <laughs> oh, in for an interview. Wow. No. <laughs> yes, it was insane. I love it. He didn't know. And just, everyone... This guy, Dennis, guys was really, really nice. disar- Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I Sorry. have a question. You have to know. Yes, yes. Because if he's in the house, so he met the guy on the street and then went to the house? So a couple... No, <laughs> actually... Okay, so he met this guy, Dennis, on the street, which is one of the weirdest guys we've ever interviewed. He was so funny. He was like in his 70s, a white guy in Kentucky who was just like so difficult to interview, like wouldn't answer any question, was just like a true <laughs> yes. maniac. We interviewed him for like 10, 15 minutes. It was so, so fun. And then actually one quick thing. One thing we did during that interview is our third guy, Cam, was outside with two like maybe like women in their 20s or 30s who were going to come up for another interview. And my co-host and I, we were talking to Dennis and then we just left the stage and pretended that Dennis was the host of the show. So these two <laughs> girls walk in to this podcast and there's like you know, a crowd of 200, 300 people and then a 70-year-old yeah, yeah. chaotic man who can barely string a sentence together. And oh, he, I love he it. He fumbled through an interview with them and he tried so hard and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh. And Dennis oh, had the time it. of his life. Then Dennis leaves. We say goodbye to him. And then he had talked about his cat, Pumpkin, while, we, while he was in, being interviewed on our show. And then uh, Cam ran into Dennis on the street again. We saw him on the live stream and we have a little walkie-talkie for our, our third guy, Cam. So we go, Cam, see if Dennis will show you his cat. So Cam is like, hey, can I see your cat? And then so Dennis brought him to his house. He, he's just like sitting on his couch. He's holding his cat. Dennis is there. They're like having a blast. They're like watching TV or something. And then Dennis, <laughs> Dennis started smoking something. And then Cam was like, <laughs> Cam goes, oh, is that pot? And he goes, no, it's crack. Don't film this. <laughs> so we're sending oh, our 23-year-old wow. intern into actual crack dance. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he is paid I though. He it. he is paid. Anyway, and then Dennis, yeah. he's having the time of his life. He then calls up his neighbor 
John, and then John joins Dennis, and they come back for a second interview. Dennis wants to come back. He's having yes. so much fun. And yeah, it is sad that he has addiction problems, but he seemed to be a really fun guy who was having a great day, and uh, he enjoyed being on our show. I thought you meant you're an intern now. No, no, has no, 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 he, no. He ended up smoking crack. No, with him. no, no. <laughs> okay. That, okay. I, you know, I understand what you mean by that. Except what I have to say is that Dennis is 70 smoking crack. Yeah. And he's able to charm an audience. Like, there would be people on crack that the audience would immediately be like, please, this is torture. No, we love it. But clearly, he's making it work. He's like a. Yeah, functional that's the crack benefit of, of starting crack when you're 68. Yeah, <laughs> well, what's just, the, what's it's still fresh. Late to the game. What's so funny <laughs> is moments earlier he'd gotten an applause break from the from the audience for saying that he was six years sober from alcohol, which is when we realized, <laughs> which is <laughs> when we realized that. <laughs> California sober is you don't drink alcohol but you smoke weed, and Kentucky sober is you don't drink alcohol but you smoke crack. <laughs> that is a new Holy term. Shit. It's oh, Kentucky, Kentucky sober. sober. Oh, oh, that's the best. That is amazing. I love it. Anyway, second only to the time that you were when you were in. Um, I think you were in Austin, and you had the two guys on that you brought in, and we watched him, them come in and be on stage. And then they said you asked them where they went to high school, yeah. and their teacher was in the audience. Their high school English teacher was oh in the crowd. She, she just yells out. She goes, "Did you guys go to Albany High?" And she's like, "They're like, yeah." They're like it's Mrs. Green, your junior English teacher. And then she came on stage for a reunion. It was awesome. Oh wow! So I love that these things can happen. Happen. We have a lot of magical moments. It's really fun. I have so much fun with the live show. Thank you guys for for watching the clips and stuff. Yeah. Um, and where where yeah, can so, everyone so find out? Just about go to um, podcastputoutside.com. Follow the podcast on social media, TikTok, Instagram, and we put up the live shows. We're going to be in September. Uh, we're going to be in Chicago, Toronto, New York, Boston. Nice. And then we'll be on the road uh, throughout the year. So please come out to a live show. That's it's so it's really great. fun. Thank you. And. Um, yeah, if you guys ever, if we do a live show in LA and you guys want to be involved, we'd love to have either of you. I want to pretend to be walking by. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Really weird, stiff walking yeah. That, yeah. where yeah, your yeah, head yeah. is moving in an odd yeah. direction. Yeah. yeah, comedic limp, maybe. I'll do some <laughs> character stuff. <laughs> that sounds You'll great. love it. That sounds great. Fun. Thanks. Accents. Uh, <laughs> you know how I've got three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you're the best. Thank, Thank you guys yes. so Thank much for having me. This was so much fun. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? DYN. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by John Bradley. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Honk, honk. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.